What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Fanatics podcast. We are here to discuss the Challenge USA season two, the first two episodes, as the first couple weeks of the season, they're going to be airing multiple episodes of the Challenge USA. And we have a few fun episodes to talk to, one a little bit on the lighter side in this second episode definitely had a lot of fun stuff of course i am not alone i am here with a guy who loves to get dunked into water just like michelle and amira austin fugelstad austin how are you oh i'm doing great i do love getting dunked in water i'm a, I'm a my uh, second home is water a lake ocean river you name it just like a fish you know yeah um, before we uh we get into the recap i i would be remiss to not shout out our dear friend and uh honorary co-host uh drew angelman uh we posted this on our social media but by the time you see this recap you will have seen our exit interviews for this season of the challenge usa 2 uh drew is doing them for us which we are thrilled about uh really happy to have his expertise uh, and give him some more content for his channel. Um, so the videos are going to be on his YouTube channel, um, and the audios are going to be uploaded on our podcast. Um, you will see that the uh, interview with Amira is up as a podcast, as well as the interview uh, with John A is up. So we are very much uh, happy that Viacom uh, allowed us to do interviews again and we're looking forward to doing the rest of them and very happy that drew was up for it as uh my schedule changed uh with a uh a job i've got coming up so uh happy drew could step up for us of course yeah yeah the exit interviews are at non-ideal times during the weekday and drew um definitely has availability then which is great to hear so yeah huge shout out drew we appreciate appreciate all of the uh all the work there we're excited to hear all these exit interviews yeah so uh, as soon as the elimination uh the second elimination got announced i was like well dang drew your first day of interviews either way this goes you're going to be interviewing a challenge great uh so um i know he was pumped up and you know can't wait for everybody to listen to both interviews but in particular you know that John A interview, she's a challenge legend, so very cool opportunity. But let's get into these first couple episodes. Um, we are seeing here that it is being described as the riskiest season yet, um, which a lot of that has to do with the hopper. We have a lot of different relationships here on this cast. Uh, six MTV vets, uh, you know, solely MTV people, and then 18 other either rookies or people who've been on MTV seasons before um, or that were on the last season of Challenge USA. Um, I really like this group overall, um, but Austin, general thoughts, because um, I know there's definitely some headlines about this cast. Yeah, I think it's a good group. Um, I also think, like, I think we're going to get like a decent amount of drama as long as uh, Michelle and Amanda stay in. I think we'll see some Polly and Josh sparks fire. The, I mean, the previews set some fireworks. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll get into it, but it's very funny to see, you know, rookies like Dusty who've grown up like watching the show. And when 
the drama, the first ounce of drama started happening, Dusty was like, wow, I'm actually seeing this live. Like, this is amazing. I watched this for 20 years and now I get to see the challenge drama live. Um, <clears throat> so I think that's a pretty cool aspect. When we get to the point, I do want to talk about the voting structure because like you mentioned, the challengers versus like everybody else, like challengers are on an island for the first time. The vets, the strong vets are on an island that they can't, it's going to be very hard to um, fight against with the structure of the season and the voting structure. So um, we're, we're going we're to get a new, like newish, you know, newer vets and rookies are going to be like running a lot of the season. Um, this is what happens when you get a lot of these veterans who are on other TV shows and you can put them onto the challenge like this. They are already strategic and they're not going to, you know, latch on to the first vet that says, Hey, let's work together. Yeah, no, I think you bring up a ton of great points. The, I think Wes and bananas are really used to having rookies that are not strategically sound they're not used to a Tiffany Mitchell, a Michaela Bradshaw, who, one, are smart enough to see through it, and two, are not just going to sit by and let them, like, steamroll a bunch of rookies so they can, um, you know, all compete against each other in the final. Um, and, I, yeah, they, the rookies really – and they're not even rookies, you know? Like, a lot of these people – some of them have done more than one reality show at this point. It's just their first season on the challenge. So yeah. um, we do see in the beginning, the names get put into the hopper. TJ tells us about it. It's the voting mechanism uh, for later on uh, for eliminations. But the first time we see it is to determine the captains. Um, and I really, you know, there's certain things where, you know, people say like, oh, the challenge is, you know, rigged or things are sketchy or whatever and i i certainly can understand that seeing josh's name being a captain i was like he's coming back from a couple year break and he gets to be a captain right from the jump and he's allowed to handpick his team i just was like oh man uh you know i know it was i'm sure it said every person's name on it but uh we see josh cassidy and desi as our captains um and you know we we already ran through the teams in the preview um but i would say the highlights pretty much were you know josh takes john a is the first uh female vet before tori and Anna's might have been the latest pick i've ever seen yeah yeah i mean the reality is he's he's 41 years old i know nobody wanted amanda yeah, uh, Amanda went late, and uh, uh, Corey went before Wes and Bananas, um, which I, I don't find super surprising. Yeah, no. Like Cassidy's confessional, she she said how you know Corey doesn't come with the ego that Bananas and Wes have, and she's right about that. Um, but uh. I was surprised because Wes is coming into this season motivated and in really great shape. So I, I thought Wes was going to be a really early pick. Um, but Desi ends up getting him uh, green. I, I I think the team's pretty even. I know we discussed this, but I, I think green is green's tough. 
Yeah, I, I think I also think once they cut Amanda, I think they're going to be the best team. I think Amanda is brings them is going to bring them down. I mean, the fact that they have, I mean, you're looking at Green and Lewis from Amazing Race is your weakest male, the weakest guy. Yeah. Um, and even even Amanda being the weakest girl, yeah, Amanda did great in the second daily. Yep. Uh, you know, also, Monty is massive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Compared to the rest of his team, he's huge. He at the you know we'll get into it, but like the last elimination when they showed the green team, like Monty (laughs) next to Tyler. Yeah. I couldn't even see Monty in the frame. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Monty, Wes, uh, Lewis, and who am I? Uh, Tyler. Tyler. That that is a great group of four right there. Yeah, Tyler is Tyler is going to be awesome this season. I think he's going to be a, a menace. So I'm very yeah. excited to watch him though. Tej already did a uh, he did an interview before the season started, and they asked him uh, who from the season he wants to do the MTV show, and he said Tyler and uh, Alyssa Lopez. Um, nice. So I mean, yeah, I I think Tyler is going to be a great fit here. Um, you know we we talked about this too this red team a ton of personalities you know we see confessionals of them uh and you know paulie's back he's got the history with bananas and josh so far it seems that they're putting their past in the past and trying to win dailies and just move forward in the game but you got to think at some point things are going to blow up um because it's josh and paulie so yeah, we'll see how long yeah um so we we have this first daily which they're carrying the two greek statues of the mtv vets that are on their team um and then memorizing greek symbols along the way to solve a puzzle to then unlock a wagon and get the puzzle solved right the first team to get the puzzle right wins and selects two people that may be at risk for elimination. Of course, we hear TJ saying may be at risk um, for elimination. Um, You know, I I don't have a ton on this daily aside from the fact that red was all over the place. And I, I knew this was going to happen, but um, like you've got, you've got Chanel and Polly just like pushing and do the work and then you've got bananas just yelling at everyone josh is like running so far away from the structure i like they were just a mess that we expected them to be uh yeah i think um like when, when it comes to the uh more brute force challenges the red team and blue team are probably going to be better but if there's any puzzles involved i think that's when the green team's gonna um you know, kind of like level the playing field. But I think, like you said, yeah, there wasn't much to this challenge. No. And this was um, more memory. This wasn't as much a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, who can go the fastest, who can remember stuff. So every team's got people who can remember, you know, has a decent memory. So, I mean, I don't, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't going to be an issue. I will say though, this was tailor-made for blue. This was like, get heavy stuff, push it. And like their team, Fessy, Chris, Tori, um uh sebastian like all the bigger guys like and then you know tori's a beast so like this was tailor-made for them to really crush and 
they do uh and Corey obviously as well um blue uh ends up winning this challenge um there was a little bit of a back and forth but it seemed like a runaway here um blue wins and they're able to um pick one guy and one girl from red and green um from red or green rather to uh put in elimination and we find out that uh it is a secret vote for red and green for the house vote um and this is where the hopper comes in but it is a complete secret vote it's not a team vote um the only time the vote becomes public is at the elimination arena we see how many votes for each person and that's how many balls go into the hopper for that person's name um do you like the hopper as an elimination mechanism yeah i mean do we want to like did, did you meant louis louis and amira voted voted in yeah by i mean yeah louis. there wasn't a ton back at the house yeah. for this round um we i mean when we get to the blue nominations they keep saying how they want to keep blue as strong as possible. Um, yeah. And they cut a deal quote unquote with red or yeah. Josh was talking to them. So, you know, whatever, it's a first deal, first week thing, but yeah, I, I like the voting structure. Um, again, it's going to open the door for a lot of strong people to be voted into the elimination, like early on. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's interesting. Nobody has any allegiance. If they open that up, then, you know, if, if they, if we had an open, I think I, I like what they did this year and I'm, I'm juggling with if I like it or not, but I do think I like it. I don't like seeing some of my fan favorites go home or be put into elimination early, but um, we kind of deal with that every year where rookies go in early. It's the same thing. So I do like the structure because it changes that up dramatically. And we're going to see a lot more, as long as the right teams win, we're going to see a ton more, um, vets go in very early they have no control over the game based off numbers so um i am i i, I like this format i it's very different from what we're used to and i think it's it, i like that they did this what i will say and i'm gonna try and find the right words for this but it makes a lot of sense in my head um what i will say is these votes do help the number deficit that the MTV vets have um, because it's not a straight up vote and, oh, you have the most votes, you're going in. There's still that chance that someone else can go into elimination. Like with both, um, sorry, there was only one vote, but, or no, there were two votes this episode. Um, but with the votes, they both were... Um, they both had a lot of names get thrown in the hopper and that's where the MTV vets can uh, potentially skate by is if, you know, they win the daily they're safe, but if they can not get nominated somehow and then find a way to not get thrown in the hopper, um, you know, they're, they're that's almost near, yeah, it's almost near impossible to not get thrown in the hopper. If you're a big name though, somebody, right. somebody's going to well, throw you in they'll get thrown in the hopper, but I mean like their name not coming out. Of yeah. Them. Well, it's all chance. I mean, yeah. it's just luck. It's, 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 I like what they're doing. It's, it's very fascinating what they're doing. Yeah. So um, we were told that in the arena, how this is going to work 
is that obviously if a girl's name comes out, it is Zamira playing in the elimination. If a guy's name comes out, it is Lewis who is playing. Um, we see the votes come out um, to see uh, the balls and, you know, who's got each votes. We have Wes getting two votes. Dusty has two votes. Desi got a vote. Michelle got three. Monty got four. Bananas got four. Um, and immediately Michelle clocks the math at the end of this premiere episode and is able to see uh, that someone on red uh, flipped their vote. Um, and this is the kind of thing I think the MTV people really just think that some of these CBS people are just slouches or whatever. Michelle's never been voted out a survivor. Um, like she knows how to strategize with the best of them with people that are a lot smarter than the people that are on the challenge. So I, I don't know why they thought that Michelle would just not, maybe they didn't care if uh, Michelle knew. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'd love to hear what John A has to say about this, but I, I thought this was a really risky move to vote against your own team at the first elimination. I, I was shocked. Yeah. I think she wanted to go off those weak points. I, I think she was like alluding to like, there's some weak points and. But Michelle's not weak. Yeah. I don't really know. I think it's a drama is what she was getting at. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. I had to guess. Cause obviously she's not a weak competitor, but I think it's the drama um, aspect. So yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, she, I don't know. I don't know. So we, sure. we, but that's do... what it opens up. Nobody's going to know. Yeah. That's true. It's very true. Um, it, and, you know, it may come out at some point, but um, we get the cliffhanger there and we open the second episode. Um, so we know that 12 of these 16 votes were for men, um, you know, between Monty, Bananas and Wes and Dusty. Uh, the four of them received 12 votes and then Desi and Michelle between those two got four. TJ leaves us saying that it's a woman. Uh, so we know it's either Michelle or Desi going in against Amira. And ultimately, Michelle is the one going in against Amira in this elimination called Slam Dunked. There's 1,500 balls in this freezing water. And you have to try and get all the balls out of the container. Um, and it continues to pull the girls from the uh, contraption that they're in back up and then back down into the water um and whoever has the most balls out of their uh pool at the end of a certain amount of time wins the elimination it seems like it was really cold and it also seems like they cut a ton out of the fight with amanda and michelle because there was stuff from the super trailer that was in this fight that wasn't in the episode hmm. so um and I've already seen on Twitter that there was way more going on um, in uh, in the fight, too, with Amanda and Michelle in the house and at the elimination. So Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised. I mean, as long as they stay in the house, they're going to be fighting. So, I, you know, we just want more of it. I think I, I know you mentioned it earlier, but I really don't think it's about Fessy anymore. Um I think it's way past that, you know, like, yeah, no, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's involved in that stuff anymore. 
no he has a girlfriend that's not on the show um first of all and then second of all i think they used it as like a um whatchamacallit a convenient reason that they didn't like each other but i think they just don't get along i like both of them on the show but they just they don't get along yeah Um, anyway in the elimination we see paulie and bananas are both helping michelle she's on red you know paulie's also from the cbs world um they're both from new jersey i'm sure they've met each other outside of the show before i have no doubt about that at all um bananas i think would definitely want to keep michelle around on the team uh you know there's plenty of other people to get out before michelle um and you know it there wasn't like a ton of like dynamic strategy in this it was more just like go for it try and get as many out as you can i mean did you have anything to add on the elimination no it was literally just like take as many balls as you can and get them out of the the top like it was it i I thought it was kind of weird yeah so michelle wins the elimination um and then we also find out she wins by 18 balls yeah, um, so close. I mean, that was that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so she wins. She's back in the house. And um, we find out that there's yet another mechanic to this season um, that if you win elimination, you have a chance to defect and go to another team. We have – I don't know why they're giving it a new name. We, we dealt with this on Spies, Lies, and Allies – this has been a thing. The challenge has done this before. Um, we've covered like many episodes on a season that was completely around this. Um, I do think it's a different dynamic with the CBS people. I think they're going to be able to game it. And I think it could be fun. Michelle goes back to red. Um, I think this was the right decision for her. Um, and she ends up, you know, going back to her red people. She's got Josh, who I know she's friendly with, Bananas, Polly. I, I think this was the right move for her. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think the switching is going to happen until uh, I, think, I think we're maybe a couple of nations away. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we see John A. confirmed to the camera that she was the rogue vote. Um, However, the vets before the daily or the rookies before the daily are saying that they know these MTV people are full of shit and are lying um, that, you know, they think they're slicker than they are and that they're going to be able to get past all these CBS people and play them all. But not going to be the case, it seems. And uh we then head to the second daily, which is Heights Over Water, uh, called Working the Poles. Um, classic, just Heights Over Water, swinging from pole to pole to uh, get to the other side. Um, shout out to a, uh, a celebrity guest that I like to reference on this podcast. My My father, Mitch Green, was watching the episode with me. And uh, he was watching Josh hang on to the uh, lollipop when he was halfway through. And he was like, 
Josh is so shitty at these challenges. And right as he said it, Josh just fell like a piece of poop right into the water. Um, yeah. Just like a- and he, he really is. Like his winning percentage in dailies is horrific. Uh, and eliminations too. Um, but, you know, my, my girl Chanel uh, gets across after Bananas just whipped through it for red. Um, but ultimately green Bananas was fast as fuck. Yeah. And he was right in his confessionals talking about needing momentum and you can't like wait, like you got to just go for it. Having the momentum from the previous poll onto the next. Um, but we ultimately get green winning this challenge, uh, led by again, the rookies on that team, uh, or Michaela's not a rookie, but Desi gets across twice, absolutely beasted it. Um, you know, we covered her on her first season of the Challenge USA. And, you know, of course, Enzo ruined that for her. Um, seems like she's off to a strong start here. Mm-hmm. Tyler got across. Michaela gets across. So Green ends up winning this one. Um, and at this nomination, Michaela really put Wes in his place. And, um, was saying, hey, we're not going to get rid of you because you help us. But Bananas and Tori mean nothing to our game and are not going to help us at all. And uh, the way they just so quickly voted Bananas and Tori. Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing they can do. Yeah. They, there's nothing they can do. They made, you know, tor- or... Uh, yeah, but you need you need strong rookies, though. So that's why this season, I think, is so... Yeah. These rookies, you know, like I said, are vets on other sh- other shows. So you're not going to get that. McKay- Nobody's going to stand up to Wes if they're brand new to the game. But, um, you know, these people aren't taking no shit, and they want to stay in and win. And I think it's like it opens a brand new dynamic. I think it's it's awesome. I, the cast is – it's a br- it's a good cast so far. I mean, it's they don't yeah. – they're not taking any shit, and they're all – it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a very fun season. So, you know, Desi and Michaela hold up their end. They get Tori and Bananas nominated – for the house or for the uh the team nomination the winning team nomination but now the the girls in the cbs alliance in the house vote have to fulfill everything on their end uh which i their objective was to get john a voted in against tory so one of them goes home uh and then for the guys um it was a little bit scattered with the guys it really they did not have their shit together uh, when it came to the guys' vote. It was clear what they wanted to do for the girls. Because um, John A. gets five votes. Uh, Alyssa L. gets one. Alyssa S. gets two. So, you know, it it was clear. Everyone wanted one of the MTV girls to go home. But then for the guys, Polly gets two. Dusky gets three. Sebastian gets one. Corey gets two. So my question is, if you, I I know in confessional Dusty says we wanted to vote in bananas or vote in Polly so he could take out bananas. That makes sense to me. But why does Corey get votes? Like Corey's not beating bananas in elimination. I don't Uh, think. You don't think Corey's beating bananas? I think he could. It depends on the elimination, but. I think he would have beaten bananas in this elimination. The ball one, yeah, it's really that's really just a matter of who's stronger. Sorry, I'm confusing myself. This wasn't 
yeah oh this was uh the form of balls in um you know what because this was about speed too it wasn't just about strength since the balls were coming down mm-hmm. like quick so you know maybe Corey does win this i think it would have been close and same with Polly, but bananas has won balls in you know a few times um I, I think he would have done well in this for sure. Like this, if he ended up getting voted into this elimination, this would have been one he could have he could have ended up winning um, against anybody, in my opinion. Um, if it was brute strength, you know, I, I don't think so. But this, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's I think it depends. Pretty- I mean, if Corey was if Corey wanted to play like Tori and shove Johnny around, like he could he could do that. True. True. So I don't know. That's the only reason why I think maybe because like this is essentially no strategy to this. It's like you got to catch the the games where there's like hidden strategy. That's where Johnny thrives. But this one is you got to catch it and you got to put it in your you got to keep hold on to it and put it in your basket. And like the strongest person is going to do that. Yeah. So like, you know, like if Johnny was going to go catch the ball, Corey could have shoved him away and grabbed it and ran it back to his thing. Johnny wasn't going to bring down Corey. Right. So, you know, it's it's a nice hypothetical. I feel like that would have been a couple of Titans facing off uh, early in the season. Yep. We get that on the girl's side because it is a girl. Uh, we get told. So it's either Alyssa L with one vote, Alyssa S with two votes, or John A with five. Obviously not in John A's favor uh, <laughs> that five of the eight votes are her way. She goes in against Tori. Um, this giant machine has like 60 balls and the black ones are worth one point silver is worth three ultimately Tori um, you know John A's putting up a fight in the beginning but I mean this is like the worst type of elimination to face Tori dealing um, you know she was throwing John A around a lot and uh, you know I I still think this was the right move for Amanda. I think some of these CBS people would be fine keeping Amanda around. Uh, honestly, I, I don't. I could see Amanda winning, but it would it would take the right combination. There's too many people in the game that could beat her, female wise. There are a few, but. Um, I see why the CBS girls are fine with keeping her in the game. Um, but John A is out, episode two. Uh, and I saw a wild tweet uh, out on Challenge Twitter uh, from Alan Aguirre. Uh, he's got a great Twitter account for all Challenge content. He, uh, he I couldn't believe this, but the last time John A has been eliminated on the challenge. You ready for this? Let's hear it. 2015. Wow. And she's been on how many seasons since then? Uh, four, because the World Championship and then the three All-Star seasons. Wow. She got medically DQ'd with her partner on uh, the World Championship. But, uh, I mean, the world was a different place then. The last time uh was uh you know was eliminated. It was crazy. Let me see the tweet here. Hold on. 
Uh, come on, let me find it. I know it's here. Here we go. Uh, the last uh, Uptown Funk was the number one song in America. Oh my gosh. Nobody in the world had been traumatized by Riverdale. This was the last time John A. got eliminated on the challenge. Was in 2015 on Nexus 2. Wow. Um, That's pretty wild. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, he also mentioned here, which was funny. Not funny, but it's it's a good point. A normal balls in elimination is three to five rounds with breaks. Production let Tori um beat the shit out of John A for 60 balls. <laughs> yeah. Production let Tori beat the shit out of John A for like 10 to 20 minutes nonstop. Oh my god. John A beat Kayla in a pole wrestle on All Stars 3. She's a scrapper. Tori just dominated her. Um, it is a good point. There were no breaks at all. Uh yeah. Nothing. Um, I mean, I don't think any girl is going to beat Tori in anything no. physical. You, you got to hope it's like the first one that Michelle won. I mean, I do think, and I don't think she's gotten enough chance to prove it yet because it is her first season. But I do see Chanel like always posting workout content. Um, Michaela's really tough too. I, I, Desi, I mean, yeah. yeah. Any of those three in a physical elimination against Tori. I don't know who would win, but I'd love to see it. Just yeah. so those are the first two episodes um of the Challenge USA too. Um and we head into next week. We're already down to five <laughs> MTV bets. Um then we've got of course the Fessy, the Pauly, the Josh of the World, who've been on seasons but also came from CBS. Um, then we've got you know a bunch of the girls who did Challenge USA one, so this is going to be a fun season. I'm I'm excited. I I really do enjoy this cast. I'm excited we're doing Exit Press again. Um, hope you guys tune into all of that. Um, you can follow us on all social media at Challenge Fan Pod. Um, make sure you're checking out all of our content throughout the week. Um, we'll make sure we get it out to all you guys so you can check it all out. Austin, what do you got to plug? Uh, Twitter at podguyfugues, F-U-G-E-S. Follow me there. But I'm very excited to, you know, this season to be back on our weekly pods. And we got X interviews with Drew now. So Challenge Fanatics is uh, where it is for the uh, the coverage here for the season. So we're excited to keep covering it and, uh, you know, go through the this season. It seems like it's going to be a good one. So so we're uh, buckled up and ready to go. I, I'll speak for myself because uh, that's how I rock I ain't going to front for you guys. I, I was hitting a block for a little bit. Uh, week after week, we had no break. Oh, for yeah. A few seasons in a row. Um, oh, yeah. But we had a nice couple month break. We got to enjoy our summers. Then they gave us this amazing cast. Uh, and I, I'm I'm fun. You know, I'm I'm happy about it. I'm fine now. Um, you know, I know it's not the pitch perfect uh, type of season. But you know what? If you're looking for perfection in voting structures and in rules, you're not going to get it at the challenge. So watch a different show. Um, but we're excited. We'll be bringing you the coverage all season long uh, for the challenge USA 2. Uh, thank you guys for listening and continuing supporting. And we will be back next week. Have a great week.